0: Hello and welcome to a special episode of NPS We Trust, a PlayStation podcast. My name's Davey and joining with me, as always, is the fine wine himself, Mr. Philip Hoy. Why, hello. I'm glad you guys
1: waited for me to uh, talk through this state of play because there might be one or two games in this state of play, which appeal to me specifically right so thank you for waiting that extra day to go through uh this state of play sorry to our listeners sorry
0: to our viewers uh that it is a day late but uh hopefully it's worth waiting for that's the hope but joining us on this expedition of course
2: is the boy wonder himself spencer davis how the devil are you i'm good i'm good yes lads i'll tell you what state of play i'm sure we're going to get into a minute really excited to hear what you guys thought of this one I actually can't wait to find out. Well, we're not going to be waiting too long.
0: This is a special episode because, as the guys have already said, State of Play happened literally a day ago. We wanted to do a live stream reaction. Phil was busy. I was sitting there. My hair was looking a bit shit. I need a haircut. And I thought, well, let's just save it to all together, shall we? And here we are, guys. So we're going to go down and really break this thing apart. We're going to really snap it open and see its insides. But first, I want to hear... Your kind of thoughts going into the State of Play. Obviously, we recorded our normal episode of the show, episode 84, on the Friday. There was no news for State of Play at that point. And then Bob's your uncle, would you believe it, a couple of days after we record, State of Play gets announced. We didn't have long to wait until it actually happened. But were you excited for this one? Or is this something that you thought, I could have done without it? Spence,
2: what are your thoughts? Tell you what, prior to watching it, I thought it was going to be like a 6 or a 7 out of 10 because all they said was exclusive look stellar blade rise of the ronin and i thought those are two games i'm not that fussed on so i thought it was going to be a six or a seven i thought the games would look good but they just weren't going to be games for me so i thought it was going to be roughly around there but i won't say too much more just yet
0: okay all right interesting what about yourself phil were you hyped going into this one
1: well, let me start off by first apologizing to our listeners and our viewers. Unfortunately, I was somewhat engaged uh, during the evening of this state of play because I was at a comedy gig with my family. It wasn't a comedy gig I enjoyed, let's put it that way. So, all the time I was sat there, I was thinking, what's happening? What's going to happen? cannot wait to watch the state of play and checking my phone okay i was also checking the score with the football because I'm a, I'm a liverpool fan and they were playing chelsea 4-1 of course we blasted them um but i was thinking thinking about this state of play and i i, I couldn't wait for it but i was a little apprehensive while i was sat there watching Sarah Milliken talk about her furry cunt it just wasn't <laughs> the right sort of atmosphere for me to be dreaming of What could possibly come from the state of play? I was surrounded by people having a laugh, having a great time, and I was sat there sweating. I was thinking to myself, I know I want some Death Stranding news. I really want some Death Stranding news. But there's been lots of chat lately, hasn't there, about the original coming out on iPhone. And of course, they've uh, done a a skin to the backbone uh, for your phone to be able to play the original. Um, and Kojima likes to play games. We know this, right? I've been a fan ever since, you know, probably the Metal Gear Solid series. And ever since, I haven't sort of looked back. But every time we get to a new state of play, every time we get to a new presentation, he's up to his games. He's out there tweeting. He's out there laying little Easter eggs and dropping little breadcrumbs for us to follow. And I was picking them up and eating every single one of them. God damn you. Now, there was a lot of speculation, as Spencer said, about Stellar Blade and Rise of the Ronin sort of being heavily featured at this state of play. And those games, I'm interested enough. Stellar Blade, from what we've seen, looks beautiful. And Rise of the Ronin I picked as uh, one of my choices for the Fantasy League. So of course I want that to do well. I'm a little biased. And PlayStation, they've been spoiling us, haven't they? In 2023. We just wanted to keep that momentum going. So yeah, I was apprehensive. Going into this show, but as soon as I got back from that terrible gig, I watched the highlights of the football, and then I
0: watched <laughs> the state of play. <laughs> football first, okay, all right. Fair well, enough. the the,
1: fo- the football was three four minutes of highlights. Okay, I didn't watch the full ninety because I knew the score. What's the point in rewatching football when you know the outcome? I just wanted to see the goals,
0: so I watched three minutes of that, and then I watched the forty five minutes state of play. Oof. Well, we'll get into more of our thoughts after seeing it in just a moment, but I was very much, I was pretty much along the same lines as you guys. I was like, oh, cool, new state of play. Normally, I'm like frothing at the gash, you know, normally I'm like, what are they going to show? Oh, I can't wait, right? And the blog post certainly helped. And when they come out and say, look, we're going to be putting a big focus on Stellar Blade, Rise of the Rodents, it's like, great, okay, Stellar Blade one of my most anticipated games for 2024, I'm really excited for this, so I can't wait to see more of what the game entails, right? But I wasn't really then thinking about it, like normally it just stays on the brain for ages, and I can't let go, and I think, only one more day to go, only four hours to go, only 30 minutes to go, and it wasn't until I sat down with Spence to play a bit of Street Fighter about an hour before it started, and I thought, holy fuck, state of play soon, And then I started to get really pumped up going into it, like super, super pumped. So it was a weird, weird time, this one, compared to normal, where we're all, you know, super, super excited. But, I mean, I suppose the important thing to know is that now that we've seen the state of play, our thoughts and our ratings on the show this time. Now, we're always kind of run the gambit between us three in terms of where we come down with these scores. So I'll be interested to see if there's a consensus, which is very rare, any of these shows. Spence, as the youngest, kick us off.
2: Okay, so overall thoughts of the show, not getting too specific, it was extremely well paced. There was no kind of fluff in between other than Herman and Sean kind of talking about stuff every now and then. But it was just to introduce the next big thing that was coming. It was only like a 15 second bit of chat. It was fine. I thought the pacing Friday was awesome. The games shown, I don't think. And this is rare. I don't think there was a single Duff. Really? Oh, well. There's one big Duff. But that aside, there really wasn't very many games I'm not interested in, especially after seeing them in this state of play. I think this state of play was probably a 9, potentially a 10 out of 10. I mean, the thing is, in my head, a 10 out of 10 contains Bloodborne 2. So it's hard to give out a 10 out of 10. But with that missing from the equation, I do still think that this state of play might deserve 10 out of 10. It was jam-packed. Wow, wow. Well, we'll get more specific in just a moment. But first, Phil,
0: I've been dying to hear your thoughts about this. What do you give the show as a rating? What's your top-level thoughts? I'm still trying to work out which one was the dud. And I'm just scrolling through the list of...
1: Titles that were sort of mentioned at this state of play, and of course he means Foam Stars, doesn't he? You know, that did get a mention at the state of play. And Spence, you still gave it a 10. So, uh, yeah, it, it must have been good, mustn't it? Good. Well, I've got to echo that sentiment because I feel like this show was made specifically for me. Someone has been scrolling through my Twitter and finding out what games I'm interested in, what games I've been liking, what games I've been commenting on, And they put it all into one show for me. Everything I wanted was mentioned. It was the state of play for Phil. Phil's state of play. I had goosebumps on multiple occasions. And we're not just talking about Death Stranding. There was multiple games there that I was like, wow. It's going to cost me a lot of money now. There is so many games coming up. I'm going to have to change my schedule. Because I've been a little lax on the on the playstation i talk way more about video games these days than i play them i need to step things up i need to cut back on that gym cut back on drinking do i say that that's a cardinal sin on this show i need to cut back on something or create more time or find some sort of time loop where i can spend more time in video gaming or just give up on sleep because there were so many great games within this state of play and as spencer mentioned there wasn't a dud in the showcase. Even the VR games looked fun. The future looks crazy good for PlayStation. I cannot wait.
0: Well, guys, I'm going to kind of temper it a little bit, right? I don't think this is a 10. I wouldn't give this personally a 10 out of 10. I think it goes sits in very strongly at a 9. And the only reason why I'm not going for a 10 is because, to me, there were some cool things we saw here, right? And we're going to unpack them in just a moment, I'm sure. There was nothing here that I didn't either expect to see or nothing that just completely took me from left field. Like, say, for example, like, Ghost Tsushima 2 was announced. You think, shit, like, this just come out of nowhere, right? Like, really surprising. I think the fact there were so many leaks just beforehand of, like, the Death Stranding 2, like, name and all the rumors that were coming out, a lot of it kind of already knew to expect, like, knew to expect Silent Hill, knew to expect a couple of these things. So... There, there were some things there that kind of took it down for me a little bit from, like, attends a perfect conference, right? And I didn't get that moment. I got wowed loads, but I didn't have that moment that I was like, I finished it and I was like, oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. Like, I always think of that that presentation where Kratos is just sitting there by the fire, right? And it's it's just like one of those things where you're like, oh, Fuck! Or like one of those conferences from years ago, where all of a sudden you hear like the Uncharted theme start, and he and he's just like, "Holy shit, we're in this!" Or that Last of Us trailer, where Ellie's playing the guitar and it's just going through a house and seeing all these dead bodies, and you're like, "What the fuck is this?" And then all of a sudden, you start it starts dawn. You see Joel walk in the room, and you're like, "Oh fuck!" Like didn't have any moments like that, which is what I think it needs to be for a ten. But I was thoroughly entertained, and I thought this was the best pacing they've ever done. I thought it was absolutely superb, and especially with the highlights, like with Shane was coming in and stuff like that, and she was saying her piece. I thought all those bits were really, really good. So, yeah, I, I suppose uh, this would be a good time for us to unpack this a little bit further then. So, the way we should do this, I think, is let's go through a couple of the titles. Let's, let's pick two titles each to really have a little spaff on, to really, you know, sink our loads into and and spend sp- And, you know, (laughs) shag all over the place. And then from there, we can just spin it off into either like what they could do to improve or just any other thoughts that we have about the state of plays and where they're going in the future. So, Spencer, we're going round from you first. Let's, Let's keep that going, shall we?
2: For me, the first game we're going to talk about, and it comes to no surprise to anyone, Helldivers 2, we've seen it again. It is out in literally a week. Jesus. It looks so sick. Every single time I see this, the good thing is it's the kind of game where the story doesn't matter. So it's not like I don't want to see anymore because that's what my issue usually is. Story, I don't care about this. You're liberating. That's all it is. And it's beautiful. And every time I see it, it looks better and better. We're getting a mech soon after launch. Oh, baby and that mech is going to carry us through those hard levels. Jesus, unless we blow each other up, which we probably will. Who knows? Helldivers 2, boys, I know. I already know you're excited, but let me ask anyway, are you boys excited? What a way to open this show with Helldivers 2.
1: As I said, this show spoke to me. It was, it was giving me those dirty come-fuck-me-eyes. And I couldn't resist, right from the off. I'd only just walked into Weatherspoon's, and I was already getting it with both eyes. I didn't have to wait to the club. It's not 6am. No, I was getting it at 6pm. Helldivers 2 hit me hard straight away. This is the sci-fi shooter that we've all been dreaming about. Enjoying every little morsel that we've been dropped through Twitter. And we got a little bit more within this state of play. As Spencer said, coming out eighth of February. We've all pre-ordered it. I think Spence, you bought it me for my birthday or Christmas, and it's coming physical. So oh, fingers crossed it comes
0: that day. Because I need to be on there. I need to be dropping down and squashing M bugs for you boys. Damn right, you do, my friend. Yes, this was super, super hype, dude. Every time we see it, like you say, it's just a fucking treat. You know, the the humour that they put into their trailers is just is just magical. It's so good. And you know that everything there... Whereas, you know, like, if you normally watch a trailer and they have those moments where someone's on comms and it's fake as fuck, right? It's just really fake. Whereas everything they show in the trailers is exactly how it happens. You will kill each other, like 100% you will. You won't mean to, but you definitely will. And all these little morsels they show of like people where like drop pods like smashing on top of them or whatever it is, right? It always just looks hype. And this time, finally seeing the mech was godlike. That mech and me are like two peas in a pod on the original Helldivers. And I've been waiting to see it. And I've been actually kind of worried, thinking, oh, God, can I play this game without the mech? I'm so dependent on it that can I really do it without it? So to see it finally here and showing up is enough there to be like, Ooh, even if it's hard at first, I just have to unlock that mech and then I can do it. But boys, I can't wait, dude. I can't wait. It's preloaded already. I bought it digital, already pre preloaded it today so it's ready to go so from midnight i'm on i'm on hell divers and i had news today that lewis potato chief from x marks the box he's gone and bought it and and signed up for playstation extra so he's coming on as well with us so we're gonna have a full squad of four and listeners, if any of you want to join us for some hell hell divers action just send a dm just send a message and we'll squad up We will kick some bug, some robot, some anyone who gets in the fucking way of Super Earth is getting squashed. And that's the way we do it. Give him a nice taste of liberty. Motherfucking can't wait. Super, super hyped. But yes, great first choice, Spence. Phil, give me your first. I mean, how can I not choose
1: it? It's the low-hanging fruit within this show. It's the reason... I'm so hyped about this. If if Death Stranding 2 wasn't included, I would have still been very, very pro this show. I would have given it a sort of eight, a sort of nine. But having Death Stranding 2 skyrocket it to the top for me. Now, Spence, I think you now deserve a shot for episode 90 because the name of Death Stranding 2 is Death Stranding on the Beach. It got leaked. They weren't joking. There was no Easter eggs there. There was no breadcrumbs from Kojima. It just plain and simply got leaked. Death Stranding 2 on the beach. And within this showcase, we got some gameplay and we got some story. We got a lot of story. Did any of it make sense? No, not at all. Not even to someone who classes themselves as as a fan. I am a fanboy of Death Stranding and, and Hideo Kojima's work i read everything about it i've read all the books and all the literature that's been put out about it but this one jesus christ what is going on there is so many components to that beautiful mind of kojima and how does he thread it all together jesus christ we got introduced to a bunch of new characters as well as some old ones Higgs being the standouts You know, he's fronting the homo demons at the moment with his David Bowie-esque sting crossover look that he's rocking these days. And he feels a little bit more like an anti-hero to me this time round. Because it feels like there's a bigger bad out there within the world that's threatening our heroes. We got introduced to a new character, the puppet. We don't know his name yet. Well, I haven't found it yet. I don't know about you guys. Now, this guy was a cross between Alan Wake in looks and Mamiya, Um, from God of War, because he was strapped to uh, Sam's, or maybe it's Sam, we don't know, looked like Sam, Sam's belt, and I'm sure he's going to sort of act as the narrator to the journey, and keep you company when you're out on those long walks, but the way he was animated, and the way he came across, it was so damn creative, it was a stop-motion puppet. And he was moving at half the frames to everybody else. So it created this visual juxtaposition on screen that your mind just takes three or four seconds longer to process. And you're like, what is going on here? How did he come up with this stuff? And guys, it was only a matter of time until we had ninjas in Death Stranding. This is a Hideo Kojima game after all. We had two Cyborg Ninjas with Frank and Ola, we had Raiden, and now we've got Red Ninjas taking out Higgs and his crew of homo demons, screaming baby noises as they do it. How do you piece this together? There's going to be so many fan theories out there, and I'm for it. I'm in love, but I've got a bit of bad news. And I was right on a prediction. It's going to be 2025. So I've got to wait. Wait. Nearer, well, I've got to wait over a year now for this. That makes me
2: sad. Very sad. Because I need this game in my life. Uh, yeah, I'll go first. Mine's probably quite short just because I haven't played DS1. Um, but it it looks phenomenal. That trailer they showed, especially the scenes where it's just Sam, or again, we assume Sam, just walking through the environment. The game is so graphically beautiful. It is stunning. And then all these characters... I don't even know who they are. And I'm like, yo, he's sick. This is dope. That puppet going half the frame rate as well. They've definitely just nicked that from Spider-Man. And they had a little nod to God of War as well when he went to put the puppet on his bum. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Nah, 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 I don't want to be smelling your farts on your journeys. Put me in shotgun, is what he says. I think it looks dope. It really made me want to play DS1. But like you said, that 2025 date also means i can put it off which is a big issue because i actually really want to play it but this year is too stacked so god knows but i'm excited as hell for that game i think it's gonna be brilliant and hopefully i play the first game as soon as we get a date is probably when i'll actually play it nice yeah death stranding 2 man
0: like i i know you're a super fan of death stranding but i i'm a, a fan right like i love it I'm not to the level you are, you know, where I've got, like, the baby collection and I've got, like, you know, all your stuff. you got your little... You go over to Phil's, and what you don't realize this now is you walk in through the front door, and it looks like a normal house. But you open the one cupboard that's got, like, the locks on it, like, for do not open. You open that in the middle of the night. It's just a shrine with Kojima's picture in the middle and just covered in used tissues, just where he's been wanking all over it. It's wild, right? It's absolutely wild. I'm not quite at that level but i'm definitely a fan of death stranding and kojima's works this game looks fucking insane it looks so so good like from a visual aspect it's the best looking game i think i've ever seen the when he's walking across the the sand dunes i was like holy fuck and there's that moment where he's walking through it and it's where all the uh, all the like creatures there's like some giant kind of bt's that are like strolling around over there and That entire, like, kind of atmosphere that was laid out was just wild, let alone the moon, like a giant-ass moon as you're kind of walking towards it. It's nuts. Like, the Decima engine is insane. It absolutely is insane. Like, Horizon has been able to pull off magic with it on a cross-platform game. And we've all been saying, can't wait until we get something that's PS5 only on this, on this engine. Something that can really flex what this engine can do. And here we are. Proofs in the pudding. It looks absolutely amazing. Story, as you as you've mentioned, Phil, absolutely fucking batshit crazy. God knows. I did let out an audible <gasps> when it said about Lou being dead. Like total, total <gasps> Like, oh no, no way. And so my theory going in, and fuck, we're on theory corner already, is that Lou's taking over those ninjas, right? That's why they're making baby noises. Surely. He's operating from there from the tar world, whatever it is, and controlling him. That's what I reckon. Because there's nothing in Sam's little thing anymore, so someone's helping him. So Lou's still there. And maybe we can bring him back. Are you sure it was Sam?
1: Or the Sam we knew in Death Stranding 1? I reckon yes. I got no reason to think not. Well, I can give you a reason to think not. Hideo Kojima tweeted earlier, and he tweeted out pictures of Sam, Fragile, and Higgs, And he said, I can't
0: reveal the names of these characters yet. Oh, it's just Kojima, man. (laughs) just Kojima. This is it. This is just Kojima now. He's playing around with people's on the name. Yeah, it's Sam Porter Bridges, man. He's fine. He's been off on his journey. Come back. And and now he's just like, right, time to get some revenge and bring back my dead baby. Death Stranding 2 plot. The tar's alive? What's in the tar? Don't know. No idea. I'm sure I'll read about it in a document while I'm listening to... uh, to some kind of music while I'm sitting there drinking Monster or Luca's probably sponsoring it this time. God knows. Have to see. But I'm super, super excited by it. Looks amazing. And I was actually, I'm on the opposite side to you guys. I'm so glad it's next year. I'm so glad it's next year. If it was up to me, I would literally pause now from February. Wait till February's done. I need my Final Fantasy. I need my Hell Divers. Pause from there. Nothing comes out for a year would be fucking great. And I could just catch up on everything I've missed and then dive into Death Stranding 2 next year. That would be perfect for me. Reality of it is we're going to be snowed under and probably never going to get a chance to go back to all these gems. But... I wasn't worried about that being next year. We really don't know anything of the pipeline for PlayStation exclusives past this year. So it's nice to get some concrete info on something that is coming down the line. And something that we can go into future showcases, presentations, whatever, and think that, oh yeah, chances are we'll see a little bit more of Death Stranding. And that's one of those experiences that you can see a bits of and it doesn't matter. Because it doesn't make any fucking sense at all until you actually play it. And then, and then it somehow does, which is the the mastery of Kojima, right? But yeah, great choices, guys. Absolutely great choices to kick us off. For my first choice, I mean, I got it, don't I? Is Stellar Blade. I've been super hyped on Stellar Blade from the first time it was shown. And it was a tiny little reveal on the first time, but the combat looked really slick. And so I thought, oh, this is just going to be a Devil May Cry-esque game. Turns out, no. Or by looks of it, no. It looks to me just like Final Fantasy Sixteen. The combat looks identical to it. Now, hopefully, it's a little bit deeper than Final Fantasy 16's combat, which was great in itself. It was a fantastic combat system. But from when they describe it, when I read things online from the developers themselves, they're describing it more along the same lines as like a DMC, like a Devil May Cry. So I'm hoping it's that fused with kind of the Final Fantasy action RPG elements that make the new style of Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy 16. And Final Fantasy VII remake so special that they showed loads on this. They showed the quest system. They showed the amount of outfits they showed, and the detail on them was insane to me. The shoe, I mean, there were some there that you thought, Christ, I could never wear this outfit because if my girlfriend walked in the room, I'm in the doghouse, right? There's no way you can't be wearing like you know a little thong outfit. I'm gonna have her dressed up like it's a Russian fucking winter outside. There's no way I can risk that coming down. Oh, so why are you playing her in the bra and pants? Uh, it's, 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 uh, it's all part of my build uh, that, that I'm building. Oh, fuck off. Get out of here, Matt! La, 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 la. Don't need that shit, right? So she's going to be wearing full-on balaclava gloves. No big piece of body out. None. I can't for my own safety, lads. But I was blown away by it. I thought it looked absolutely incredible really, really, really impressed and can't wait for more in only a couple of months, April release. So, could have done with a bit of a delay. But April, I'll make it work. I'll make it work. Spence, did you have any thoughts on this? You're a bit of a, late. you've got an eye for the ladies. Let's put it that way. Your girlfriend's
2: in the room. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, I mean, game looks nuts, bro. I do think, where you're saying uh, it's, People are describing it more as DMC, but to you it looks like FF-16. People referred to FF-16 combat as DMC before it came out. Keep that in mind. So I think it's... Yeah, true. I think it's just FF-16 combat. It literally looks one-to-one. So I think that's probably the case. But it it looks beautiful. Uh, The characters look a little bit weird, but that's just because they have this kind of anime style going on. Um, But yeah, it looks cool, man. It just looks really fun. And there's a game that, not going to lie, before seeing that trailer the other day, I didn't actually have much interest in. Like, none at all, really. But then after that trailer yesterday, they showed so much. Where now it's kind of like, damn, April is stacked as well. This year, last year we said it's the year for gaming. Bro. We knew nothing. We didn't know. We didn't know. What a strong quarter for
0: PlayStation. You know, if you're thinking you're going into this, right, you've got Last of Us 2 Remake. Uh, or remaster, sorry, then going into Helldivers and Final Fantasy, then Rise of the Ronin, and then Celebrate. How many fucking exclusives can you get? And sure, they're, third, they're like third-party or second-party relationships, some of them. Who fucking cares where they're from? They look class. Like, all these games look pretty goddamn good. How are we supposed to do this, lads? Like, it is the best thing for us to just as as phil was saying earlier cut back on sleep's number one right i do that already though so i've got to do something else now so i don't go to the gym so i've already cut back on that so it's like right well i can't cut back on alcohol maybe i'll cut back on the misses. i think that's probably the only way forward but even then i don't know how much time that will save i think i need to quit work <laughs> and quit parenthood i, I think say, those yeah. are the two biggest drains on my time get rid I of set the kids. cassian free yeah, drop him off like in the woods and be like, come back after April. <laughs> come back in May when hopefully there's a bit of a drought, right? Come back then. And then, you know, he turns back up in May and I'm like, sorry, kid. Ghost of Shima 2 just got announced. Sorry. I'll see you back in December. Oh, now we're moving towards Death Stranding. I still got to play Jedi Survivor. Looks like you, you've you been out there long enough now. You live out there now. You get raised by the squirrels. You'll be a little squirrel boy. Maybe that's the only way forward, lads. But yeah, crazy old time.
1: You're not going to have to cut back on the misses when she sees you playing Stellar Blade, mate. You know what I'm saying. As soon as she gets, <laughs> a, gets a gaze of uh, Eve's uh, outfits, especially because you know her more skimpy outfits are going to be more powerful. They're going to have plus one to strength, plus two to agility. They're going to be ramping up the statistics and the benefits for dressing down when you're out in that post-apocalyptic world that we got treated to within this extended look of Stellar Blade. Now, I was wowed. And I was just watching the show at full speed. Not like some of these maniacs on Twitter. I've seen screen grabs of Stellar Blade, which will make you blush. And they're out there. You don't have to look very hard. I've, I've got the most vanilla feed on Twitter these days. Not like some of you boys, my feed is just video games, developers and, you know, nice people that I've I've met in the past and things like that. Right. And, and some of the fans that we've interacted with, you know, I follow along with them and we have a nice little chat on Twitter, but Jesus Christ. Those screenshot screen grabs of Stellar blade, I had to keep scrolling quickly just in case anyone noticed what I was looking at on my phone. Jesus, this, this game is going to be dangerous. Although we're definitely all going to be playing it, aren't we? April 26th,
0: money's down. It's got me interested. And that's all you want from a trailer, really, isn't it? You know, for you guys, as you quite rightly said, you know, you weren't like overly, overly hyped about it. I feel like I've been banging on about it ever since it was originally shown and originally supposed to come out last year and then pushed. And it's nice to have you on board. It'd be nice to be able to go into this game and and then be like, what outfit you got? Me and Phil wearing, you know, regular things. Maybe I'm in an anorak phil's in you know full gym gear maybe like leggings and something else and then spence is there in a bikini and fucking hot pants right or nothing he's he's bought it on you know some kind of pc version or some he's hacked it over there somehow so that you can mod it so she's just nude all the time and yeah fair play do what you like whatever makes you happy guys you do what you want no judgment from me she's a good looking girl and i'm gonna be looking forward to uh dressing her up I'm going to get the burqa for my character. Oh, yeah, that's a safe bet. Safe bet, I think. Just just the eyes. That's all I need. You do, the problem is, mate, what they'll probably end up doing is adding that in in post-launch DLC content, and that'd be 15 quid. And it would be specifically for people like us, so that, you know, you could play it when your girlfriend's around. Just, it's a very pro-Muslim game, this. She's a full burqa. <laughs> 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 Uh, I can't imagine this this game is going to do
1: well out in those countries. Or maybe it will. No, maybe it will. Just played behind closed doors.
2: It will.
0: Yeah, definitely. And that's why they need the burka then. So if the wife starts opening the door, it needs to be like on a quick select, like a hotkey. Like maybe it's like a code, like a like a Mortal Kombat Fatality. You're like left, left, down, down, right, right, square. And burka just comes on immediately. And you're like, whew. so you hear that door start to open. <laughs> Enter the code in. Burker. And you're there, and you drop that combo, and you're like, shit!
1: <laughs> yeah. You put in the naked hacks that Spencer's been using instead.
0: Oh! <laughs> be nothing worse. there would be nothing worse. There's no coming back from this. Honestly, it's not what it looks like. It Why is your trousers down? Why are you jacking it? No, no, it's not. It's not like that. <laughs> it's not what it looks like. I could explain everything. <laughs>
2: Oh, dear God. Oh, man. Well, moving on from that, Spence, give me your number two. For my second game, I think what I'm going to talk about is actually a PSVR 2 title. I think I want to talk about Metro Awakening VR coming in 2024. Now, this game, we've had so many conversations in the past about, like, AAA titles on PSVR 2, and are there any, is there enough, what classifies as AAA. I think from the trailer we saw of Metro Awakening, this classifies as triple a 100 it looked amazing it looked exactly like well metro 2033 or metro what's the other metro last light or is it metro exodus exodus is
0: definitely one of them so you got metro like 2042 or something there's loads of them in there i've never played a single one have you not oh wow no well, never damn. got a few of them on ps plus and stuff but just never never played them i've heard they're fantastic though
2: yeah i've, I've played i've not played any of the others i've played metro, uh, well the original metro 2033 or whatever year it was and that is brilliant i really enjoyed that when i played it and it's just a perfect game for vr where it's not exactly a horror game but it's just a tense situation and that's kind of a perfect environment for vr i feel kind of like walking dead Saints and sinners except this is a lot higher budget darker setting i think this game's going to flourish on psvr too Davey, I know you have a PS VR too. Are you planning on picking this up? Definitely. It looked amazing.
0: And I think it is gonna be really spooky. Like mega spooky. When you're going through those tunnels and that like mutant jumped out at the end, I was like, oh fuck this. Like, oh man, that's gonna be tense. Like playing the game that can't be mentioned at eight in VR, because I haven't got round to four yet. That's terrifying, right? Even in just like normal moments, like just walking through a forest or something, it's just scary in VR a damp dark tunnel with like scuttling you can imagine it's just scuttling everywhere and you think what's that and you can't quite see right and you're peeking around corners and all that yeah it's gonna be terrifying it's gonna be great though and what i loved is that and it's something that i never thought i needed to see in a vr trailer until firewall ultra but it's just being able to manually reload Right, like I've got such a low bar now for what I need to see in a VR title to be like, yes, okay. Manual reloads definitely in there now. I just need it to be there because I've played a game without it now, and it's like, it's like playing without. It's like playing the PS3 before you had a Dual Shock, so there's no vibration, and so it's like, oh, something's missing here. It, it's like that essential to, to a VR experience as a shooter. And I was just wired by it. I thought it just looked incredible. And as you said, first trip—well, not the first, but certainly the last time we've had a triple A in in quite a long time for the PSVR. So I'm, I'm super, super hyped by this. It looks great,
2: bless me. I'm glad you share the same opinion as me, Phil, mate. Not being a PSVR2 owner, what are your thoughts on this trailer?
1: Well, as I said at the top of the show, uh, this one actually really stood out to me. There wasn't a dud in the whole show, was there? Metro Metro Awakening and Legendary Tales, they, they both looked spectacular. They both had their, their pluses and minuses, but definitely Metro Awakening, that looked A to me. That looked as if we're making progress. Now, Legendary Tale definitely looked like it was a bit of a step back. That looked like I was in Dave & Buster's playing Mower Man. Back in the day when I first tried VR and you couldn't literally move. You were just shooting squares. And it was just too blindingly shit for you to understand what was going on. But there were some appealing aspects to Legendary Tale. I'm sure we can talk about that a little bit later. But Metro Awakening, as I said, triple A. Woof! And I know this series is based on um, a a series of books as well. I don't know if you lads have have ever read any of those, but I think that would probably be a good place to start if you haven't actually played the games either, is maybe read a few other books before it does come out. Now, we didn't get a, a solid date for this one, did we? We just got that it was coming in 2024. I'd imagine this one probably towards the tail end of 2024 because we didn't get really to see a lot within this trailer. We did get to see some gameplay and it was quite spooky, but there wasn't that much in there. And the interaction, as you said, You just saw the gun reloading. You didn't see a lot. So I'm thinking we're, we're, we're looking far into the future with this one. But definitely I think this is the point where I'll ask to borrow your PSVR so I can play Horizon Call of the Mountain and play this one because this stood out to me. Looks real good.
0: Nice. Love to see a bit of VR. And you're more than welcome to borrow my PSVR when it comes out. You'll have to wait for me to finish it, though. Although I could use that as a chance to catch up on other stuff. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. No promises yet. No promises. Fifty pound fee though. To uh, to borrow, all right. And that's uh, that's on a weekly basis. Was so quite cheap, quite cheap really. If you think about it, seven days rental, and I'll be there the moment. Like if I drop it off at six fifty eight, you bet your ass, on there's six fifty seven ringing the doorbell. So I'm there waiting. Because if it goes over six fifty nine, another fifty quid, mate. Another another week's rental.
1: Are you doing delivery with that? Because I know you used to be a Chinese delivery. Uh, boy and you used to be really good at that you always used to find people's addresses quite quickly you were always there on time you never missed a delivery did you never 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 ate a
0: chicken ball out of somebody's package ever always (laughs) always very good always very good no matter how hungover i was but yes i will i will chuck in delivery for that as well 50 quid uh, which I don't think is too bad. You know, the price of petrol at the moment, you've got to think all these things in. Maybe I'll have to re-go over this. I'll have to sit down with my business development manager and really come out with a strategy here. Spence, you were also a delivery boy, right? For Domino's back
1: in the day. So what are we saying? we undercutting Davey or? Uh, nah,
2: <laughs> I can't be arsed on that. <laughs> <much SBR2. laughs> it's mad. a long
1: way to Bristol, isn't it?
2: It's long, bro. And that's a big bit of kit. You mad? Yeah, no, nah, I'm okay. Fuck that off.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, there you go. Well, thanks, Spence. Thanks, mate. I'll chuck you your uh, your finders fee later on. Any other customers, chuck them my way, mate. I'll sort them out. Phil, what's your number two? Oh,
1: my number two. There's so many to choose from within this list, isn't there? And I'm not sure where you're going to go next, and I really want to talk about two specific games here. Now, I think I'm going to plump for Judas. It might be a little bit of a surprise for you with this one, but... Ken Levine, he's gone down the Bioshock route again, hasn't he, with this one? But it looks spectacular. We've got no release date, but we were treated to a little bit of gameplay and a little bit of combat. They welcomed us aboard the Mayflower, a space-faring city where machines control every aspect of business, art, and government within the game Judas. Now, this game took me right back to Bioshock, but it also had a tinge of Atomic Heart. But when I was reviewing Atomic Heart, I said it it took me back to Bioshock. So all these games, they're all one in the same. And this one really excited me. There was something special about this one. But what I'm hoping with this game is we're not looking at what happened with Callisto Protocol. Now we had the devs come over from Dead Space and they created another Dead Space, which didn't work out for them. Now, Ken Levine, he's creating another Bioshock here. So fingers crossed, he steps it up
2: and delivers us the quality we're expecting from Judas. Now, Spence, how did you feel about this one? This game, Judas, I was debating putting this as my number two game as well. It's not quite top game, just because of how phenomenal this state of play was, but it's a strong number two, honestly, almost made mine. It was... It kind of just made me feel like I was a kid... Playing Barrow Shock Infinite again. I say a kid. I was in high school and the day that game came out, Barrow Shock Infinite, I beat it that night. And I went back to school the next day and everyone was like, oh, how far did you get in? I was like, I finished it. They're like, Oh, how'd it end? I don't know. I, I can't tell you. I had no clue at the time. It was mad. I had to beat the game again. And then I still kind of understand it, not really. Barrow Shock's mental. I'm sure they could do the same kind of thing again. It looks weirdly the thing that reminds me of Bioshock infinite with that trailer we saw was how fluid it looked like the movement and the combat the shooting it literally looked one-to-one it's like they've just made a new version of the game and i'm all for it because i adore Bioshock shock infinite absolutely adore it i think this is going to go hard it's an easy day one for me and Davey mate i know you're a massive fan of Bioshock, so i'm sure you've got some big things to say about this one
0: Yeah, I mean, Ken Levine has been working on this now for a long time. This studio set up, like, I swear it's been like 10 years now. It's been a long time that they've been soldering away and trying to get something together. Like, all through the PS4 generation, before we ran this podcast, it was rumoured that, you know, this new game from Ken Levine is going to be shown. And it just never came to fruition and then we had first kind of rumors and first news about judas not too long ago i think it was a jeff keely show can't remember which one and here we are now with first real look at gameplay and yeah it's bar shock, boys and there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever it's it's the same way that with the news that i'm sure we'll talk about in a bit you know with kojima going back to the to the to stealth action genre uh the tactical espionage it's things that you want to see from your creators right like ken levine this is what he does, right? This is this is it. It's Bioshock in all intents and purposes, other than the names different. And I'm totally cool with that. You know, we've been under the water, we've been up in the sky, and now we're in space. It's the logical thing. Everything goes to space. I keep saying this all the time, lads. You start at the bottom, you move up, and now we're there. So next thing, what's after that? Dunno, maybe black hole? That's the, that's like the proper, you know, you're on the event horizon, that's pretty nuts for space stuff, that's like the next, next level, you know, or go from, maybe this is in upper Earth orbit, and we go into deep space, you know, get a bit like Deep Space Nine thing going on, happy with that as well, all this stuff, it looked great, I'll need to see more, and the reason why I'm saying that, right, the reason why, is because Infinite actually didn't work that well for me, I played Infinite, and I thought it was okay, I thought the ending was good, but there was something off with the game. It didn't have the same magic as Bioshock One, certainly didn't. I think just the plasmas didn't just weren't that interesting. The environment was great at the start, and then it didn't really go anywhere. And then you got like the thing. With, I don't want to spoil it. It's ages old. You're playing as the bad guy, right? You're playing as Comstock, and you're traveling back in time, and 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 that's kind of it. So you're you're in kind of a time loop with yourself essentially to get your own daughter back that that's pretty much it but it just didn't have the same shock factor as like BioShock 1 has and I, now I can't spoil that because Spence somehow has managed to avoid what happens in that game as as the plot twist all these years later which is insane to me so I'm not going to be the one to uh, to ruin that but I'm excited I'm really really excited I see what you say, Phil, about when you say it's like Atomic Heart. I think it's because the, all the enemies were robots. And I think that's that's where, that's where that comes in. I've got a lot of faith that it's not going to be anything like Atomic Heart. If it is, I'll be gutted. I'll be absolutely devastated. But I'm super, super interested, and this would have made my number two choice for this as well. So I think we're all up there where our interest is pretty peaked. I think I'll need to see a bit more just to really just kind of wash the taste of Infinite out of my mouth a bit. Like, I loved Infinite, don't get me wrong, but it was a noticeable step down from Bioshock 1 in my eyes. And so I, I just needed to be back up there a bit. I need to see a little bit of mystery, I think, which is what always gets me involved with these Ken levine games. You know, the, the scenery and what's going on, and then just a little bit of intrigue to get me through the door and super, super hyped, but yeah super super hyped by it great choice great choices all around so far so when it comes to me and i got a bit of a tough choice here because the one i want to talk about we've kind of already slightly mentioned Joe, oh, fuck it i'm gonna do it I'm legendary tales boys legendary tales is my number two i am so in for this game this game comes out the same day as helldivers and that sucks But it means that when you guys aren't on Helldivers, on the odd moment you're not, I'll be in Legendary Tales. And it also means that me and Spence have a fucking horrible conundrum because the game is up to four-player co-op. So me and Spence could dive in and body-slam fucking skeletons through tables. We might be able to fucking do a proper... Like Dudley boys, move on and bro, you might be able to throw them up and I can then slam them down through the table of three fucking D. How sick would that be? I just can't wait, man. Like everything they showed where like he had the shield and then he just Captain America's it. And we we're like, oh shit, you could just do that. Or like when someone throws like a spear and he just catches it and like stabs someone else with it. I'm like, this is everything I want. I want to be able to just grab a skeleton by the neck and just fucking pound it into the ground. It's going to be so fun, dude. Now, this game, Legendary Tales, came out two years ago to, PS, uh, to PSVR. To PCVR. Came out in 2021 in early access from Googling around on it. So a lot of people aren't too excited to see it back. But for me who never had a PCVR, I don't fucking care. This looks fun as hell. And the fact that you can go in as co-op is just even better. Like, we have so much fun with, like, mini-golf in VR. This could be this year's mini-golf, bro. This could be the game where we're like, oh, we went into a dungeon and we just tried out some crazy stuff. I just froze somebody and then you ran in and dropped kicked them. Like, we could just have a right laugh with it or just throw someone's head around to each other. It's going to be so much fun. I am so in for this. I don't care that the, that it's not up to the same like budget level as anything else. The interactivity looked next level. And that's what I want from my VR experiences. Super, super hyped. Spence, will you be joining me? Probably not on February 8th, but in a short period of time after the initial day of Helldivers release.
2: Yeah, two years after Helldivers, I think we'll be playing this game. And <laughs> I think it is going to be brilliant. Because the thing is, we saw two PSVR 2 trailers at the state of play one was metro which was highly choreographed they showed you specific moments whereas legendary tales they clearly just said oh just play the game and we'll just take some moments of your gameplay and that's what they did and it was brilliant they just said let the game speak for itself and this game's like you said it's been out for years already they could have made a high budget trailer for it and they thought we don't need to do that our game's sick let's just play it for an hour and then just pop it in a video and that's all they did it looks Phenomenal! All the weapons you can use, this magic spells you can use, Captain America's shield. Mjolnir teased at the end. Can you imagine you just running through a room, chucking people in the air, and as you do, I'm chucking Cap's shield at them one at a time. Ooh, 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 and then they all just land on your spear or something, or just land on a table, and you go, <sniffs> straight onto the table. It'd be sick. <laughs> I, I think this game's going to be a world of fun. But you did say four-player co-op, which means, Phil, there's room for more. Will you be renting, or might you buy a PSVR 2?
1: I won't be buying it for this
2: game. No, no.
1: Possibly for Metro, but definitely not when we've got Helldivers on our plate. But I think with VR games, we need to start looking at them differently. I don't think when you, you know, want to play a VR game, That we should be looking for that high fidelity that we're almost promised with Metro. I think we want to look for other aspects of the game to sort of concentrate on. And I think Legendary Tale really brought that across within their trailer. Because as you boys have mentioned, this game just looks like incredible fun. It looks like it's a 90s game. It looks absolutely trash. But it's not about the looks. It's about what you can experience within the game. Okay, the visuals on a TV, you see a floating hand with a spear and a sword or a, you know, a shield. Eh. But can you imagine holding that? Can you imagine smashing a skeleton as he flies across the room and then Spencer jumps out of the corner and RKO's that bitch? Now that is hype. That is what's going to be fun within this game. It's not going to blow you away with its graphics, as I said. It's not going to blow you away with any fancy, you know, intro or story or any of the other things that we look for within a AAA game. But this, this, I promise you, is going to be an epic
0: VR game. Oh, I'm glad to hear it. Look at this. All in agreement on this. And I'm sure that we're going to have loads of little shorts and clips that go up from Wayne and Spencer's gameplay of this. Because I'm sure there's going to be some ridiculous moments that we managed to capture from playing this game. So I'll look forward to sharing those when the time comes. It's only next week, which is absolutely nuts. I can't. I'm so excited. Although, hell divers. We'll, We'll see how that all pans out. But guys... We've gone through our top games. There are a lot of other games that we could discuss here. But before we go into any of them, I do want to get your thoughts on something that seems to be splitting the internet very much in half. And that is Silent Hill. So Silent Hill 2 was shown here alongside the stealth kind of drop release of Silent Hill The Short Message, which is now available right now for you to play. And that is exactly what I'm doing after we finish this, which I'm very much looking forward to. Now, what are your thoughts, guys, on both The Short Message and Silent Hill 2? Did they speak
2: to you? Did they raise concerns? Where are you going with this? Spence, over to you. Okay, I'll speak on Silent Hill 2 first, I think. I thought it looked great, um, Silent Hill 2, other than there was one thing that bugged me about it. And I was just the melee combat. And it just didn't look good to me, which is weird because it looks exactly the same as Last of Us. Melee combat. So I was like, oh, this is, I don't know why. Maybe it's not as intricate as Last of Us, where it can, it laser scans your surroundings so that it can adapt to your combat. But yeah, it just looked a bit half-assed. It was like two animations just, ah, ah. And then that was it. And I also didn't like the way the guns sound. The guns sounded really soft, like every single gun had a silencer on the end when they didn't. But that's okay. Gameplay-wise, I thought it looked great. Graphically wise, it looked beautiful and just the aesthetic, the enemies. I mean, it's stuff we've all seen before, but it's just in a new engine and it looks fantastic. And I have i don't have too much experience with Silent Hill. So I have nothing but hype for this. I'm just excited to play Silent Hill 2. Yeah, fair. Now, Phil, you've played Silent Hill 2
0: back in the day, many years ago, probably same as myself. It's been a long time since I've gone back and revisited Silent Hill. Not for long. Mind, What did you think about this? I was really excited about this one going in. Now, this is Silent Hill
1: 2. This is Blooper Team's, you know, version of Silent Hill 2. They're trying to do what Capcom have been doing with the games that cannot be mentioned. They're doing remakes. They're upscaling everything, making it all look gorgeous. Which, I can agree, there is a stark difference between the two. If you put the original next to this game, it's night and day. But do I think it's to the same level and polish that Capcom have been doing with their games? No way. Don't be silly. Jesus, get back to the drawing board. Now, it worries me slightly as well. There is no release date for this. And they're showing it. They're showing this much of the game. Now, it looked a little ropey when it comes to combat. Spence, you've mentioned it. And I don't know if you ever played the game that cannot be mentioned on iOS. The game that can be mentioned for on iOS. There was a number of moves that you did as Leon, as you kicked away the zombies, and it was the most repetitive shit ever. And it was just, just a coin in from, from Capcom. All, all their kind of iOS games were. Now, the combat really reminds me of that. It's just terrible, honestly. It just didn't come across, I think, in the way that they, they really dreamed that it would. Now, he was fighting some torsos, and I think we got to see the nurses, and the smoke, and the fog, and some guy who kind of looks like Leon. I don't know. Has it soured it for me? No, because I'm a massive Silent Hill 2 fan. The game's incredible. So regardless, if they're not putting in the same level of effort as Capcom have, as I've said with the games that cannot be mentioned, I don't really care. I just want to play Silent Hill 2. Fair. Good
0: point. I think for me, looking at it, right, it's weird to me that they did a combat trailer for Silent Hill 2. It's just weird, like a game where you really don't want to be doing combat with anything and they put combat up. Like I remember when I was a kid and I played Silent Hill 1, the demo for that, right, before I ended up buying the game. And <laughs> I remember going around with like a like a bloody plywood board or whatever, it was, some kind of metal rod. And beating everything to death and then soon like just running out of everything and then being like, oh god. Oh, I'm I'm just dead. Right? I've got nothing to do. And it, it's kind of that thing where you learn from playing survival horror, especially like classic style survival horror. You learn just not to bother. Like to to try and avoid where you can. and You take out the ones that you really need to because you just don't have the resources to do it. So the original animations were always kind of sucked. They always sucked us in Silent Hill 1 and 2 especially. 3 got a bit better. It looked like, the melee looked like it was just taken exactly from Silent Hill 2. It looked exactly the same. And I don't know why everyone's complaining about it. I'm like, I don't get what you're annoyed about. It's the most faithful thing out of everything they've shown is how shit that melee looks, because that's exactly how it always used to look, right? There's no difference there. I think People are probably going to be getting in their own head about this and comparing this with, say, the games that can't be mentioned remakes because they're, they're very different in like Capcom have gone in and they have totally re-envisioned it. And they said, right, well, it's completely different. Like you play the game that can't be mentioned two original and remake and they are vastly different experiences, like hugely different stories, different kind of everything's kind of different with it. And some people love that. Some people hate that. I'm hoping with this, it's a little bit more faithful. Other than the camera was different, I guess. But the thing I'm hoping for, right, when I look at this, I'm hoping it's one of two outcomes. It's either one, that it's early in development, and we're talking late this year, in which case they've got enough time to put the polish in, make it look better. Or secondly, it's a 40 quid game, which I think it could well be. I think this could well be a, like a $39.99 release. And I think then at that point, you just overlook that. It would be such a waste if that is the reality. It's a
1: game that goes down in history and comes up on a lot of top 10 lists. And it's a game people have wanted for a long, long time to be remade. If it comes out of that £40 mark or $40 mark or, or even less, people are going to be burning this world to the ground there is are so many passionate fans about Silent Hill, and they've jumped in at the, the big dick of the series, Silent Hill 2. If they spoil this, there's no future for Silent Hill. It ruins everything.
0: Yeah, you're right. They've got to nail it. They've got to nail it, and they they really should put all the resources and all the care in the world and do this the best possible way it could be. The highest fidelity. Silent Hill was always one of those serieses much like Metal Gear was at the time, you know, both Konami projects, where you look at them and you think, fucking hell, this looks immense. Right? It looks great. And especially comparing, like, Silent Hill 1 to, like, the game that can't be mentioned 1, it was, like, worlds apart in terms of the difference there. And sure, most of that was because they were hiding everything by fog, and so it gave a chance for it to be really small environments, but it was really unique in everything it did, Silent Hill. And now they got the Chance that if they're following in the footsteps of the game that can't be mentioned style, they're going to lose their own identity. So they just need to really focus up. I, I've got faith in it. I've got faith. A lot of people are like, no, they're walking away from it already saying no chance, not even going to bother. I'm not at that level. I'm intrigued. But I'm certainly not at the point where I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you see what they do to Final Fantasy. And it's like, it's, you know, insanely good for Final Fantasy Seven remake it's like everything i wanted it to be right like in the looks department or the same with the game that can't be mentioned series when when they do a remake this hasn't grabbed me by the balls like that but i'm still interested and i I suppose that's the that's the big thing so when do you think judging by the fact there's no release date on this anyone want to take a hazard a guess as when they think this is going to come out and if it is going to make this year or if it's going to get delayed
1: i personally hope it gets delayed i personally hope This is just a teaser. Early development, as you've said, we're not getting it soon. I really hope this is 2025. Fingers crossed it is, because if it came out now, it would bomb. And just by the outrage, the developers would have seen that. And they need to make the right decision. The right decision here is to delay it. For once on this show, we're saying delay it. Normally we hear about delays and we're kind of moaning a little bit. You know, and we're like, oh, but I want the game now. With this one, I can go back and play Silent Hill 2. It's on my shelf. I can go back and play the original because it's not progressed that that far in what I saw within that trailer. So yeah, put it back in, let it cook. 2025, just
2: don't release Near Death Stranding 2, please. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, hopefully so. What about yourself, Spence? Uh, For me, I don't really have much to say because Phil's just nailed it on the head. I think it's, I mean, it'd be nice if it was maybe October this year just for Halloween vibes. But like Phil said, I don't think it'd do well. I think they need more time to, like you said, aptly let it cook. They need to show more, give people a bit more trust in the game and in uh, Blooper Team, and just show them what they've worked on and hopefully make it look good for 2025. If it does release 2024, I would be thoroughly surprised. Really surprised. Well, it's been cooking for a while now, so I wouldn't be too shocked if it did come out this year.
0: If it did, I mean, you've got to hit October, November. You've got to. And you want to avoid November, ideally, because, you know, card season and all that. So you're probably looking at maybe a, a late September, early October. And judging by it, it won't be very well received by the fan base. Maybe the best option is to uh, put it back in and, you know, when that bell rings and that buzzer chimes off that it's all good to go then take it out and serve that perfection up for the rest of the masses but we'll have to wait and see there was another silent hill project in the short message now this guys is the one that we I remember we speak spoke about this on the podcast like fucking ages ago maybe like 20 episodes ago maybe longer where there was, there was that leaks came out with uh, the girl's face with all the like notes and everything and we reported on that and said about how we uh, how hype that all looked well it looks like that my theory with this anyway is that they were probably cooking that up and then they couldn't make it past initial concept and they thought oh, fuck we're we gonna do we spent a bit of time on this we made this look good we designed a cool enemy we got some cool ideas they said everyone loved pt didn't they like yeah it's just fucking put out a short little experience and we won't charge and it would just get people hyped for Silent Hill. And I think that's pretty much exactly what's happened here. That's that's my theory anyway. Just to tie people over, we're in the run of Silent Hill now. We've got you know, all these different Silent Hill projects coming up. We're two just being one of the many ones they've announced. Are you guys interested in this? Are you going to be checking it out? And do you agree with my theory here? It's hard not to agree with your theory here, Davey, because, yeah, you're right. They
1: shadow dropped a Silent Hill during the state of play. That's why I'm rating it a 10. And if it wasn't clear in my intro, I am rating this show a 10 out of 10. Because we got a game, a free game, a free Silent Hill game that we were all very excited about. And this game, it was ready. The microwave had dinged. The cooker was ready. We took it out and we served it. Woo! It flew. And I was very, very excited. This was the one I was getting goosebumps on outside Judas and Death Stranding 2. I was wowed by it. It had moved on a lot from what we had seen previously and it looks spooky as hell. Spooky. I'm going to have to play this one with the lights on. I don't know how you're going to do it because you're streaming this straight after the show, right? Wow. And people can go back and watch that stream once this video is out. But my God, I don't think you want to be spoiled on this one. I don't even want to watch a stream. I'm a bit scared thinking about it, but I'm definitely going to be playing definitely going to get this one downloaded and definitely going to get through it. But as for your theory on why we've got it, I'd like to th- like to hope you're wrong, but I totally agree. They came up with a great concept, a great character, a great little game, if you like, and they couldn't go anywhere with it. And they thought, you know what? We're going to be on a good run now at Silent Hill. We've got so many projects that we need to you know, concentrate on. Let's get this one out the door. Let's build that hype. Let's build that goodwill with the audience because we haven't done anything with the series in a long, long time. Silent Hill 2 don't look that great. So let's build them up. Let's give them something for free. And that's put a big smile on my face. I don't know about you, Spence.
2: Uh, I actually disagree with you boys. I think this was their plan from the get-go. I think they wanted to release it as a kind of PT-esque thing. And I've played it. Uh, I've got probably about 20 minutes left of the game it's only a two-hour experience roughly give or take it's not that long um it's good it's not PT I'm not I don't want to spoil anything but it's it's not PT so that's it really and I was playing it just before we recorded it is good and the story in it is actually really interesting and I'm really excited to see how it ends and I'm wondering. I haven't heard anything online about this, but I'm wondering if, like PT, it had a trailer at the end. I'm wondering if this does too, because that would be really exciting if it does. But I guess I'll find out in about 20 minutes time after this show's wrapped, because I'm hopping straight back on it. It is fun. It is really good. I wouldn't go into it thinking, oh, it's PT, because it's not PT, unfortunately.
0: Is it shit your pants scary? Because when we watched the trailer, Spence, you and me were both like, fuck, that looks terrifying.
2: I got scared once and it wasn't really a scare. It was, I was running from that creature that you see in the trailer and I just took a wrong turn apparently. And there she was. And I just went, and then that was it really. Other than that, I've not really found it scary at all. It's, it, it forced you to play slow and the like information you find is really interesting. The atmosphere is a bit spooky. Um, but it's, I, I didn't really, I haven't found it scary yet. Maybe the ending is really frightening, but so far it's, it's just a game.
1: Before our audience and our listeners, you know, dive into this game, let me just warn you, Spencer's made us some really tough stuff because he said this many a time about games and I've jumped in, I've shit myself. So
2: uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the flip side of that once I play it, if I play it. Yeah, that's true. It might just be me. That, that might just be me. But yeah, just trying to lower expectations maybe it might supersede them Who? well thank you for lowering them i'll be checking it
0: out straight after this i was super super hyped by this i think it looks great and straight away i was like well my content plans are fucked so here we are i'm recording it tonight review out over the weekend have it out next week so <sighs> fun times busy busy old time now guys we, we've been going quite a while on this one hour odd in anything else you want to bring to the table Any other game you want to give a little shout out to or anything else that stood out? For me, there's one piece I think we definitely will want to talk about. But has anyone got anything they do want to bring to the table? Yeah, I've got one more thing I wanted to mention.
1: And I know we've got Spencer taking a shot now, episode 90, because we're on the beach with Sam and and crew with Death Stranding 2. Davy, I think you're going to have to take a shot as well because we're getting more states of play let's go boys we're getting them back to back we're getting one on the 6th of february to show off your final fantasy 7 rebirth
0: so ah take that shot son does that count does that i wouldn't say that counts that's like a specific one about just that game there's nothing else there i wouldn't call that state of play they're calling it that but I, when you think of a state of play, you don't think about, like, when they did, I, I mean, it's on, always on my lips at the moment, but when they did Go Tsushima, and they did, a, they did exactly the same thing for that, and they were like, this one's dedicated to Go Tsushima, and it was just 20 minutes to Go Tsushima, and you come out, oh, that was nice, and that's it. I wouldn't call that a state of play, I mean, they are, but are we? And I quote... They're just gonna release
1: things on the blog. We're not gonna get any more states to play anymore. They're not gonna do nice presentations for us. You're just gonna get a blog post. I think that's gonna be the
0: future of PlayStation. No. We I did say two per year. So this is two. So I'm not taking a shot yet, Phil. If we get if we don't get another one, then I'm quids in. But, God, I hope we do. (laughs) I don't want to splurge them all by Feb. Come on. At least space it out. (laughs) The audience, let me know. Let me know. Does that count as a state of play or am I... Because I'd say it doesn't. It's just a Final Fantasy showcase. It's called a state of play, mate. It's
2: on the the screen. (laughs) It's presented by PlayStation. That's why. They could have called it Final Fantasy Deep Dive. You know, hopefully what you get is these are the two state of plays. And we just get showcases for the rest of the year wouldn't that be nice
0: yes that'd be good that'd be nice <laughs> yeah that'd be class can't wait for that as well next week february 6th oh it's gonna be great although i kind of don't want to see it Fun of fantasy 7 rebirth stuff i'm kind I'm, i'm already sold so i don't want to see it but i kind of do you know it's like when we got the, the game that can't be mentioned we're always like we won't watch them we're like oh but we have to for the show and we we're all, like, so desperate for it, right? Jacking it off immediately. So I, I'm probably going to end up watching it. i got to see Tifa, boys. You know, fuck me. i got to see Tifa. I can't say no to that. That's some top-level, as my dad would say, totty. Top-level totty. Look at that alliteration as well. Right. Well, i got one thing to bring to the table here, and that is just the news of Kojima Productions' brand-new AAA IP action espionage game, which... Kojima came out and did the same thing he did at the Game Awards. When he says, oh, we're working on something. We're starting after Death Stranding 2. It's like, cool. All right, I'll see you in six years. Cool. But the only reason I thought it was cool is because it's action espionage. You know, we're back, we're back in the same wheelhouse as Metal Gear, which is all I needed to hear. And the fact that when they described it, he mentioned that it's going to be You know, it's like movies and all this stuff, right? And so you know it's going to be like 20 minutes of gameplay, four-hour cutscene. And I'm all down for that. I love Metal Gear Solid 4. So seeing that come back again, fuck yeah. Only difference this time is I don't have the unlimited time I did back in Metal Gear Solid 4 time in my life. So that that might be a bit of a struggle. I might be watching that four-hour movie in three separate play session bursts, which probably will take the sting out of it a little bit. Were you guys super excited by this news? Kojima coming back in a brand new IP specific to PlayStation coming out in the probably far, far future. Yes. Yes, I am. But we were
1: expecting something from Kojima. We we're expecting something a little bit off the wall. And of course, he's, he's, he's part of this now new movie studio, new movie development studio, isn't he, with A24. And this all feeds in now to what he's going to be doing with PlayStation. And they've got their full backing now for Kojima Productions. And we're getting an action espionage game, which is not Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> so much fun that little interview because they kept saying things and they just wanted to mention metal gear solid, but they didn't mention metal gear solid. They were like, I really liked your previous action adventure game, which isn't metal gear solid. Honestly, (laughs) Kojima don't say metal gear solid. I can't say metal gear solid, but we're both talking about metal gear solid. And they were talking about metal gear solid because we're getting an action espionage game from Kojima, which also could be a movie and a game and a movie and a game somewhere in between. Who knows? Who knows what he's going to do? But I'm down for it. I'm, I'm already buying a ticket, boys.
0: Yeah, well, keep that ticket for about six years, mate, because that's how long it's going to be until we see it. So maybe PS6, but uh, I'll be hyped for it whenever we get there, right? Same way that Xbox fans have been hoping for, El- uh, for fucking Elder Scrolls news for like seven years now. Spoiler alert, you're still waiting for Elder Scrolls news. So I- I'm sure we're not going to be talking about this anytime soon, right? Past this. Probably not, but we did get a hint at the the name of the
1: action espionage game, or at least the code name, didn't we? And I don't—I'm not sure exactly how to pronounce this because I haven't heard it said yet. But I'm going to go with Svint. I thought it was
2: like two separate words. No, I just said Physint. Yeah, because it's like physicist, is like Two syllables. Yeah, that's how I'd go who, for who it. Who
1: knows, Lady Demetrasku?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mr. Maloon. Thank you. I think I got this. I'm the one, bro. It wouldn't be the first time we've pronounced something wrong. So I'm going with Svint.
1: You're going to go with Fizzint. Fizzint. Yes, yeah, terrible. Well, we man. got a name.
0: Yeah, well, on the beach one, great. Either was it. But here we are. Spence, any thoughts on this? Were you excited
2: by this news? Or was this something that, again, you just thought, oh, cool, more Kojima stuff? I'm definitely excited by it because Kojima is a legend. But the thing I'm grateful for, which is the opposed for probably you both, it's just how far away it is. So I got so much Metal Gear I need to play prior to it. sorry, not Metal Gear. I got so much action espionage, previous Kojima titles I need to play. And there's a lot of them. And then there's remasters and remakes and ports. I'm just going to play probably the remakes when they come out. But I'm glad it's so far away because my backlog is burning. I still haven't played the game I bought a PS4 for. And that's probably on my list soon, but I when I get there I get there. Thank God this is going to be on the PS7, on Decima Three or something. God knows. But I am excited by the news. I do think Kojima is obviously going to smash out the park. Will it make sense? Fuck no. Will it be brilliant? Probably. And I'm excited for it. And so with that, we have spent a
0: long time unpacking this, way over the length of the showcase itself. We have had a great time. With this showcase and when you've got this amount of games to talk about i do feel sorry for the games that we have missed from this but this is where you audience can come in handy obviously we got two weeks now until our next episode but we would love to hear from you in the meantime which game stood out to you from the showcase how would you rate it let us know hit us up on the social medias which are all in the description of this show itself I hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, there's a number of ways you could support us. If you're listening on podcast services, then please go on, put a rating, like it, do all that good stuff, share it around with your friends, sisters, aunties, brothers, everyone you like, just not that one uncle. And if you're on YouTube, then make sure to put a like and a subscribe. It all helps us grow the channel. Really, really appreciate all your support. But that has been this special one-off episode of In PS We Trust, a PlayStation podcast. I've been Davey. I've been Phil. And I've been Spencer. Take care, guys. Peace. In PS We Trust is hosted by Davey, Phil, and Spencer. You can write into the show via our email, pswetrust at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at InPSWeTrust. To find each of us online, follow our Twitters at SSJDavey, at Philip at SpenPie underscore. Thank you for listening. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. See ya.